Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, it is Tuesday, and we're hanging out with the one and only DJ Rock Lobster, 5 o'clock, which means a little pop culture jeopardy. Happy uh, Tropical Fruit Day. Oh, thank oh, God. finally someone's acknowledging yes. it. Um, you know, there's a lot of, there's Mike, a handful of tropical fruits. Not well, all of them Mike have and a pop Ike's, culture. Mike and Ike's tropical? Um, Obviously. Yeah, of course. That's the first thing I think of <laughs> when someone says happy tropical fruit day. Out of I'm every like, item. Are you speaking of movie candy? Or or Toucan Sam? Sure. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Okay, candy. think out loud, yes, but so far you're not right. Fruity you, Pebbles. Yeah, nope. Yep. You've done all right before just guessing randomly. But um, this, we're, this, not today. So we might be off. All right. Yeah, Hi, Rocco. Hello. It is July 18th. It's my uh, sister's birthday, Happy but she birthday. doesn't listen to what's, the station. What's wrong with her? She and I, uh, she's a lovely lady, uh, but <laughs> we just do not, we've never what's, really agreed on the She's a lovely lady. What's her first name? Angela. Hey, Angela, Angela if you, birthday. If you yeah, call Angela. in now, you'll win a <laughs> Nissan Juke 2013. Woo! You're welcome. Woo! And some tropical fruit snacks. Uh, Does yes. she like tropical fruit snacks? She might. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I've, whatever. Ever since I was a kid, whatever I like, she didn't like. Whatever she isn't that. How like. close are you in age? Like just a couple of years, three years. Uh, so. Who was born first? I was. Uh, you said that in been, such an older brother way. You look alike. You've that, been if, jealous of her since she was that's born. True. If you took, get rid of my beard, we look alike. That's like Casey and I at yeah. the funeral yesterday. People are like, yeah, yeah, I see it. Anyways, I'm maybe like, some what? of her friends are listening. Maybe you know she's Angela. Yep. What's are up? your friends listening? Perhaps. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Angela. I, I'm National glad you shared Tropical your family yes. issues on our sh- very I did. Program. I don't know why that came out, but it felt cathartic. <laughs> Unpack here. No, yeah. we're a safe space. Thank you. We don't have to get to the tropical fruit. We can just talk can about just, your family. Keep talking I'll about just sit on the couch here. <laughs> yeah. she, if she called in, she could win a free pass to the treetop trail. Tree Nailed top it. Trail. Wow. At What's the Minnesota the tr- Zoo that's opening up. Oh, the monorail thing. Yeah, Friday, July 28th. So that's not open yet, huh? No, not till Friday, July 28th. It's like five years. All right. I see you're also giving away uh, the 33rd annual polo class. Yes, we are. That's oh, thanks for reminding us. <laughs> yes, we are. I that classic is a that. classic. Yeah, that sounded kind of fun. <laughs> they always are. I mean, if you Brittany, want your Julia Roberts moment. Yeah. And yeah. Everybody was talking about that in our meeting about it. They're like, uh, hey, uh, don't step in the steaming divots or whatever, right? That's a, like a famous line. Uh-huh. That's poop. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, this is when in Pretty Women, she's wearing the brown dress with white polka dots and the cute hat. And George Costanza uh, is t- propositions asking her are, yeah. if I could buy you. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. If only he said, if I could papaya you, that would fit into today's... And, and if I could give you a tropical fruit snack yes. called Why do you keep saying fruit snack? It's just tropical fruit. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was a fruit snack. No, it's just tropical fruits. What is wrong with you? That's why you a went lot. straight to Mike and Ike's. I did. I have hearing dyslexia. It's fine. Okay. Well, I have 11 questions here. Well, I don't know if we're going to get to them. Time's up. Grant said to go ahead and make it long because he doesn't have much for the five. Oh, nice. I love how this show is going. (laughs) We're so professional. The writers and actors are on strike. There's nothing to talk about. We have a ton. All right. Back to you. I'm going to see Oppenheimer tonight. So am I. I'll see you there. the media thing? Yeah. I'll see you there. I'll see you there. Okay, bye. Mm -hmm. Tropical fruits. All right. We'll start with this one. I'm going to give you an IMDb description of a movie. Okay. You see if you can tell me the movie. All right. 2008 film, A Process Server and His Marijuana Dealer. Pineapple Express. Correct. That was the only one I knew. I know. I bet you you're going to know more of these. Brittany, I'm impressed. Thank you. No, my brain has Swiss cheese holes in it today. We'll see what happens. I've been yeah. high before. <laughs> uh, how about this one? Russell Crowe, Melanie Linsky, Taika Waititi, Lucy Lawless, Sam Neill are all Kiwis. You know where I'm going with this? Kiwis? I, I know. There are, um, that means they hail from... There you go. You got mm-hmm. it. Is that the only That's thing? I was going for. Oh. oh I, I thought you were just describing a movie. Same. I'm all over the board today. All right. Oh, so I like Welcome to our club. So there you go. One There's a fee. to one. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. How about this one? Uh, I went to a website today when I was researching this. Tastingtable.com. And they ranked the most uh, delicious tropical fruits from like one to 20. Okay. Number one was passion fruit. Oh. Wow. What 2004 Mel Gibson directed movie? Passion of the Christ. Correct. Pew, 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 pew. Had the word Lori passion in the title. That. I've never seen it. We went to it. It was good. Isn't it basically an hour and a half of the man playing Jesus getting whipped? And yeah, it's that James Carvel. Uh, no, Caviezel, yeah. Yeah, Caviezel. Um, spoiler alert, there's a book out of the whole thing. <laughs> Starts with a B. Number one bestseller. Jesus dies in the, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. I okay. really... <laughs> We're going to get a lot of emails, I... and I'm here for it. Oh, <laughs> thank you, because you don't work here tomorrow. I actually don't, and I don't ever see him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Here comes an audio clue. Uh, what TV show is this? There was money in that banana stand. Well, it's all Arrested Development. There's $250,000 yes. lining the it. walls of the banana stand. Why didn't you tell me that? How much clearer can I say? Do you know who money is? Money in, the, in, the, in the, the banana stand! That's true. I just watched it uh, last I've night. I never before watched my nap. Arrested Development. It's so funny. Well, that's something I have to look forward to. I think of all these shows I never watched. Right. Because if new stuff isn't going to be coming out at yeah. some point. And that's on Netflix. I've, I've got to. Oh. Until they take it away. It's so good. Yeah. Has I'm it excited. aged well? I mean, I know it was kind of early 2000s. I mean, yeah, a lot has changed. And doesn't. There was no TikTok Who's the narrator again? Yeah, isn't it the Fonz? Henry Winkler? Uh, the other guy. Op- uh, Opie slash Richie. Oh, yeah. The redhead the guy. The redhead guy. Oh, come on. Ron this Howard. Is, yes. Yeah. <gasps> Okay. Another hole in my brain. Oh, I thought you were going to say that was some sort of tropical fruit snack. No. (laughs) Well, let's see if you have a hole in your brain for 1975 comedies. (laughs) What film is this? What? Ridden on a horse? Yes. You're using coconut. What? Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. It's pretty funny. 
We have ridden since the snows of winter covered this land. Through the kingdom of Mercia, through... Where'd you get the coconuts? We found them. Found them? In Mercia, the coconut's tropical. What do you mean? Well, this is a temperate zone. The swallow may fly south with the sun, or the house martin or the plover may seek warmer climes in winter. This was a Yet guy show. Not this was a land. guy for the high guys. Are you suggesting this is pretty funny. It's for guys that like but, you know, uh, smart guys. Spam a lot was guys who like smart pot. What did you say? Comedy. Smart comedy. Smart oh. pot. Okay, because I, I thought it was all the burnouts who would watch this. And be. then when Spam a lot came out and I saw it in New York, I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. Yeah. I mean, that was the funniest. Funniest, funniest, funniest. But I would, when I was in college, one of the many, this would be something the guys would sit around and watch, and I always thought they were the stoner guys. And I'm like, yeah. I don't get this, I don't care, I don't get this, I don't care. They probably cleaned it up for Woodbury ladies when the Spamalot came around. No, uh, the, when the Spamalot musical came didn't around. Didn't you see, have you not seen it? I did. I saw oh, it's on, hysterical. On the, oh, it's so funny. It is oh. funny. All right, I All got right. a point. Is yeah. it three to three? Oh, I thought Lori keeps score, so Is I guess Lori we're kind of screwed here. Okay. Anybody have thoughts on the I score? I have three to three. I'm I, three I, to four. I'm going to have to go back and if listen to this audio. Five, let's see. I feel like Brittany I have... Brittany got Pineapple Express. Yeah. Julia got New Zealand. Julia got Passion of the Christ. No, Brittany did. Brittany did, so 2-1. Rest of Development, 3-1. 3-2 after Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Going into this one. Kay. Yes. I have a question for you. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep, Brittany got there yep, first. Yep, she did. All right, see how we're asking questions about tropical fruit? It's so clever. I love it. Thank you. What's your favorite tropical fruit? Hmm, of I, these, go ahead. Um, I, Can we say? Because yeah. I, I feel like I don't want to throw it out there. And, well, give me a clue for another. Yeah, mango. I love mango. Okay. Yeah, that huh? came up on the list today. Okay. There was a lot that I was like, huh, like I've never had... Dragon fruit, or I think I've probably yes, you had have. jackfruit. Oh, okay. jackfruit is good. What about leches? Leches. Yeah, that's on the list. Okay, because those L Y C H E S. Yeah, you can buy them in a can. It is. They are very good. They're a nutty fruit that kind of tastes like canned pears used to when you used to buy your fruit cocktail in the cup by Del Monte back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever experienced the fruit oh, cups. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm from um, the 70s. With the little half piece of the red cherry I was going to say, that was always the iconic oh. part. It was so good. But it was only like a sliver. Yeah, you get like a half of a half. Yeah. Um. Yes. I And yeah, I remember buying those. Those mm-hmm. were so good. And portioned out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mandarin oranges, oh. if you, for 10,000, oh, yeah. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's some that didn't make the trivia yet. Uh, pomegranate. Love tamarind. A- Oh, not a tamarind. Um, tamarind hat, you too. Tamarind for sure sounds like an anteater. Isn't there an animal that's just like that? Artvark. A, ta- a tapir? <laughs> yep, that's yep. what I'm thinking of. Thank you. There's one called C-H-A-Y-O-T-E. Chayote? Chayote? Mm-hmm. Oh, like it. some peyote cousin. Um, acai? Oh, yeah. Jackfruit? Mm-hmm. Soursop? Mm. Does that do anything for you? Nope. Guava? Hey. Guava didn't make the list today. No guava. Uh, honeydew didn't make the list. How about this one? Mangosteen. Mm. I don't know. It mango sounds like a Jewish mango. Mango steam doesn't <laughs> advertise. Is Mr. Mango steam in the room? <laughs> yes, uh, you can't come to the phone right now. Back, no, that's Mr. Seaman. Mr. Seaman, oh, okay. you have a phone call. That's our boss. We always see them. Okay, back to wait. Who was the one you said before? The mango? Mango steam. Oh, let's see here. The guava? I think I said guava, yeah. Uh, papaya didn't make the list. Okay, if lychee. you open a papaya, leche. 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 It's, it's uh, Asian. Okay. Love, oh, why? They, yeah. They love the, I think it's popular in Chinese cooking. Um, okay, wait a minute. Back mm. to the 
the mango. Mm-hmm. Is that the one when you slice it in half and there's brown no. tea bubbles in it? No. Well, Which one's are that? you talking about mango or steen? <laughs> Which one are you are, talking those about? Those are both on the Our- list. Fruit snacks. Mangosteen, if it looks like if you do cut it open, there's like little white uh, puffs in it. It looks kind of oh. neat. Uh, jackfruit, you have like special order and it's giant. And I guess you have to use like a pretty much a machete to get it open. My neighbors, like my neighbors, Suma and Surya, when they get one, they'll yeah. give me some of it because there's just no way I would ever do what that. What does it taste work. like? Like, what's the consistency? Is it coconut like? Um, it's kind of got like a little thicker of like a rind when you eat it, but you can make a lot of things out of it. Like, they use it a lot for vegan restaurants, but I just like it as is. Like, I don't know what it is. It's not too sweet, and that's why I like it. Is jicama a fruit or a vegetable? That's mm. a vegetable. Okay. Mm, good one. Thank you. Um, I've heard this. I've heard uh, Alexis talk about this one. Durian. Oh, yeah. The Durian Festival, didn't they? Yeah. Some say it tastes nutty or cheesy. Others say it tastes like dirty socks. They were talking about it one morning, and I was so hungry. And they're talking about a Durian Festival and how you, the ways you can cook it. And I was. Oh, I've never even heard of it. So mad at them because it sounded so good. Oh, yummy. And then the final mystery one is called Rambutan. Mm -hmm. R A M B U T A N. Always. And it looks hairy. Yeah. It looks like a hairy strawberry. Anyways, we got a few questions left. I hope I killed <laughs> enough time for Grant. Um, this is, please don't say that out loud again or I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I, I mean, we're Give professionals. Me question. Here. I'm winning, though. No, we're professionals here. And it makes us sound like we're not. <laughs> oh. Back to your family history. Okay, Let's fine. do the family yes. tree. Um, Angela, got, we know you. I've got four questions left. <laughs> um, what Gilligan's Island character was known for their coconut cream pie recipe? Mrs. Howell. Brittany? Ginger. Mm, you're both wrong. It was Marianne. Oh, well, thank you. I'm not hungry. Oh, well, you got to be. Well, I could eat a bite, really. It's coconut cream. Oh, that's my favorite. There you go. Gilligan's favorite. It is a good, that's a good pie. <laughs> um, how about this? What 2000 Robert Zemeckis movie, uh, directed movie, <laughs> is this? Don't take much more of those coconuts. Coconut milk's a natural laxative. Oh, I know this. Things Gilligan never told us. It was the one with, oh, oh I know my the, God. I know with, the voice. With I, Wilson. Correct. Oh, oh. Um, Castaway. Yes. I was going to say volleyball. Yes, Soccer volleyball ball. head. Oh, when he loses Wilson. Oh, spoiler alert. But it's been a while. I think you should make what a, time. What a funny movie that was. Oh, I was just so Wilson. sad. Wilson. 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 And you're so emotional about it. Very. I was. I was sure we all were in the yeah. movie theater at that time. But the concept now you think about it is kind of Honestly, honestly, Tom Hanks, Wilson did you a favor because what are you going to do? Carry that around a meeting? There's something weird about the making of that movie, like that AMC sports, like that used to be a brand. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or something wanted oh, a movie made about been. a ball. Yeah. There's a weird story behind it. The backstory of how it was yeah. made. Mm. Yeah, product placement. And it wasn't because it was, it was total product placement. And it wasn't because it was like a great screenplay. It was more product placement-y. Well, I fell for it. Yeah, and I'm willing to have this segment sponsored uh, if anybody wants (laughs) to. Yeah, well, honestly, anybody. You give up money. I'll do questions about volleyballs. This is is sponsored by the Minnesota Aurora soccer team, who is second year in a row, have, have placed very high in their league. We want to give a shout out to the Aurora Gals who play at TCO Stadium, the Viking Stadium, and sell out like every game. And expect a bill from us for that. Yeah. And by (laughs) the way, I have a feeling AMC didn't sponsor the volleyball named Wilson, just for one small reason. But don't you remember AMC Sports? Yeah. It was a a brief brand, 70s and 80s, I feel like. Right. Okay. And And then they sold out to AMC Theaters. And then this is train of thought where we should yes. not. We should be taking a commercial break we, ten minutes ago. Okay, should we so call? It's time to go. Should we call Angela? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Angela! Okay, Happy bye, birthday, Angela! Bye, Rocco. Fun. We love you. Yeah. You're literally the best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gang! It's Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. David and his team are absolutely wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And if you go anywhere else, you're just being silly because they're the best. I just, you know, we got a whole new stack of um, testimonials, which who takes time to write a testimonial and and send it in? So I want to thank everybody. That means you're really getting exceptional service. Here's from Melissa. This was the second time I worked with Tobin, and there is a reason for that at First Equity. He's prompt, professional, easy to work with, tens across the way. Susan says Tobin's just a gen. Professional, made sure I understood the process, quick to respond, texts and phone calls, he is an asset. You, I love him. Um, this is about Peter. He communicates like no one I've ever worked with. It's the best. Peter was great as usual. Excellent communicator and problem solver. First Equity, they are on your site. They are local. Call them today at 763-251-8000 or keyword MyTechDavid. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what do you have? Rocco was so funny. Yeah? Grant doesn't have that much for today, so we're going to have our Fruit Loops segment go longer. And it was total It was total Fruit Loops. I always tell Rocco, I'm like, take as much time as you no, need. No, we have a schedule here, people. I, we're professionals. Do we, though? Are we, though? All right. All right. What do you got? No, we've got a lot of good stuff here. Actually, too much to the point where I know we're not going to get to it all. But Gigi Hadid was arrested uh, for possessing marijuana while traveling to the Cayman Islands. This is... Uh, her rep said that Gigi was traveling with marijuana purchased legally in New York City with a medical license. And the rep continued that it also has uh, been legal for use in the Grand Cayman since 2017. And her record remains clear. But she was recently released after, you know, that she posted bail. But the biggest thing is, is that although marijuana is permitted in the Grand Cayman, bringing it aboard, a, bringing it abroad is prohibited and you know, along with the utensils and what you bring, right. you, you can't, it's just like in these States here, you know, like if you're traveling from California to Minnesota or now Minnesota after August 1st, it's still technically illegal to bring it onto a federal airplane. Yes, you can't, it's not federally. It's yeah. not federally. Yeah. So you can't travel with it now. Unless I've, you drive. Exactly. 
But uh, yeah, so and you can't drive high. So that she's out now, hanging out, doing everything as normal on vacation. Right. But it was just a little bit of a hiccup on her travel to the Cayman Islands. So yeah, just lesson learned: don't bring any marijuana. Just buy it when you get there. <laughs> right. If it's legal there. Why wouldn't you just buy it when you get there? I know. But maybe she had some that, that she said that it was purchased for her medical use. So maybe it's something specific that she needs sure. for her medical sure. uh, condition with marijuana. So that may be why she brought her own. But this story was on TMZ earlier today, and I had to bring it up because back in 1996, on September 13th, the one and only Tupac Shakur was murdered yes. in Las Vegas on the yes. strip. Well, today, apparently, new life has come into this investigation because uh, detectives from the Las Vegas Metro Police Department served a search warrant in a home in Henderson, Nevada, about 20 miles away from Las Vegas city limits. Now, the cops were brief on details surrounding the search, but they did add that it was part of an ongoing Tupac Shakur homicide investigation. And to me, this has been one of the biggest mysteries, you know, who killed Tupac? What killed Tupac? Was it their beef between East and West? All these things. Yes. If, you, if you know the whole past of how that went down, there's been a lot of questioning behind it. And so the fact that now over 25 years later, 27 years later, they're now getting into a new lead into the potential passing of or killing of Tupac Shakur. So I, th- I thought that was interesting to bring to light. Um, did you guys hear about the new um, stage that's going up in Times Square? No. no. Yeah, so there's a performance stage, a, a permanent stage that is being installed in Times Square. And today, tonight, Post Malone is going to be the first person to perform on this permanent for stage. For free, just in the middle of Times Square, just... Just, just for free. Hey, I'm just showing up. Love it, love it, love it, this love is, it. This is great PR for a musician. Love it. Winking back at our love previous it. conversation. Yes, it is. So when you look at this situation, they've been building this stage now for months, and they've had it covered up with a billboard with Post Malone's new album coming out, which I believe is called Austin. And so it's just got a cover of the stage, and they've been releasing behind-the-scenes footage on, on social media of how it's being built. It looks absolutely amazing. Amazing, but tonight that that little billboard that hangs over is going to come up. To, or, uh, not Tupac, my God, my Post Malone's going to come out. He's going to sing some of his songs from his new album Austin, as as well as some of his classic hits. Free concert for all the all the Times Square outgoers. I love it. Isn't that cool? I love it. Yes, very very yeah, cool. I would love to be just walking around Times Square and all of a sudden there's Post Malone having his deal. Now on this show, I know you guys have talked about you got a little bit of a crush on Jerry O'Connell. I do. I Always have. love Jerry, right? Yes. Did you hear what he did recently? No, I, to, I know nothing. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. So he came to the rescue as a food truck went up in flames. No joke. So the, at, he and the sheriff's deputies arrived at the same time. Now, Jerry was in his car with his twin daughters. He got out of his car where he was told where he would immediately went to the get. There was a bunch of gas cans around this food truck, one of which was already on fire. Oh, geez. risking his life to grab the rest of the gas cans to pull him out of the way. And it was pretty heroic because, not like I said, not only was one of the uh, gas cans on fire, the nearby field around him was also on fire, and he's in there taking this action. And we're also told that he scaled a fence to grab an extinguisher, attempting to put out the flames at bay until the L.A. County Fire that's Department amazing. could arrive. Holy that's right. amazing. A one and only true Clark Kent right there, Jerry. I love O'Connor. it. Isn't that cool? I love it. That's I just, ins- that story is insane. Yeah, and this is not his first time being involved in a fire and acting as like a house, like a household fireman, if I could call it that. Jerry has experienced uh, ba- bla- uh, battling blazes back in 2003 when there was a wildfire near his San Bernardino mountain home that threatened his home well he helped firefighters for several days and he eventually saved his home and a couple of his neighbors homes as well 
Good this guy him. just continues to impress, right? I like that. I do too. Now, um, we've been talking a little bit about AI, artificial intelligence, and this story came up yesterday on the machine, and I just had to repeat okay, it. Okay, tell me. So, uh, Tell us. There, it says, at least one old school rocker couldn't care less about AI, and this is a rocker that's coming to town here. They just got a second show, Joe Walsh from the Eagles. I know Joe. <laughs> we all know, know Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it's computers. He said, quote, it has nothing to do with music. This is why he doesn't like... He's not worried about AI. It's not that he said that artificial intelligence can't destroy a hotel room. It can't throw a TV off the floor into the pool. When AI knows how to destroy a hotel room, then I'll pay attention. Oh, that is such a rocker (laughs) thing to say. Yeah. And he's right. He's and he's been known to being one of the biggest party animals out there. And he's done all of those things. So. I just thought that was a fun little take. On, I love that. On uh, artificial intelligence when it comes to music. You know, and they can't tear up a hotel room. and They can't leave a bunch of pregnant women in their wake. And that's what's important to know. There you go. <laughs> AI. Take. Honest to Pete. That's you know, and they can't look cool in leather jeans and no. leather leather pants, I should no. say. Oh, that was a good take. Or there. pleather, depending on the uh, the price. That's true. Well, we were talking about Oppenheimer. You're going to see it. We've got a few seconds yeah. left here. Did you know that Oppenheimer, Cillian Murphy came out to say how it was filmed in only 57 days, which is really, really, really quick in Hollywood for this big movie, this yes. long movie. Love that. It was filmed in only 57 days. In comparison, Tenet shot in 96 days. Am I crazy? That I think he is so hot. Good cheekbones. Cillian Murphy? Yeah. Beautiful it's not your bones. jam. He's, I no, know. He's, he's hot. He has great features. I would squish him. I, I love him. I worry about skinny, flat lanky. I was say, he might like you that. You and Lori. I know. Me and Lori would fight oh, yeah. over the same guys. And and she would win. Yeah. <laughs> Always. You and that Pete <laughs> Davidson obsession. I know. Oh, my God. I know. That one too. Love a lanky. You had your mic on? I did. That's oh, yeah. not okay. Accidentally. <laughs> Brittany's singing to me. This is her summer song of the summer. This is, I've declared it. This is yours. My song of the I summer. I love that. Hey, yeah. be the seventh caller right now and win tickets to the Polo Ooh. Classic, the 33rd Annual Polo Classic, held August 6th in Maple Plain. Grant um, Whitaker is hosting the Hat Parade. It's it's a really fun event. Call us, 651 641 1071. If you want to go to this event, it is happening you, for you. Real polo. It. You get to watch real polo. Real polo, real fancy. Southern charm right fancy, there. Fancy. Real horses. Um, okay, so there was, um, you know, we know that the actors are on strike and the writers are on strike right now. And um, there's been a bunch of articles coming out lately, and a, a lot of actors and writers are sharing how little they make yeah. off their shows because of streaming. And so um, there's a headline in a, in a uh, story today. Studios are terrified that the strikes will reveal the truth about the streaming services. Yeah. And so um, really a big part of it is um, the increasing use of AI is scaring a lot of actors. I think it's, I think it's, Threatening a lot of people and a lot of different roles and a lot of different part, just well, yeah. jobs around everything, everything, because it's the unknown. Yeah, you don't feel like it's being policed, and they just learn from a big mistake they made. So signing on when they first signed on with streaming, the idea was always, we'll see if this works. We'll we'll kind of work for a little bit lower. We're not getting a lot of back end stuff, and we're accepting that, right? So it was this new technology. 
And there was just never a renegotiation of all the things that are happening. Um, Orange is the New Black was the first show that experienced that where most people on that show had to have two jobs. So they were in the number one streaming show. And here they are, you know, serving your drinks. And they're like, I'm doing both. And then on top of it, they weren't getting their normal, even like event fees. Like, you know how much it costs for the dress, the hair, the makeup. Yes, yes, yes. And I know this because when Orange is the New Black for probably five years in a row, were nominated for a SAG Award. Yeah. They were not dressed like anybody else. Yeah. And the cast was also ginormous, but they were not dressed like anyone else. Yeah, because they didn't it have the like, funds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and we know how much. I mean, you, I've never even been to an event of this caliber, and I know how much that would cost. So, of course, there's a lot of like, okay, if we're going forward and we've accepted streaming, we have to renegotiate all of these terms. Then on top of it, they're kind of like, what do we need to expect from AI? What who's getting paid if this is writing a script? Um, I think it's smart to be like weary of this technology when they've just been burned so much from the streaming deals. And we learned when we talked to Janae Bakken, who um I think it was was it last Wednesday or Friday? It was Friday about her rom com yeah. that aired on E on Sunday night, which I absolutely loved. I love that it. it was good. It, Ms. Um, Ms. Match. Ms. Match. It was so good. It's on E, on and off right now, you guys. It's really good. And she just sent me a text back because I said, it was so good. I loved it. And she said, you know what? Um, thank you so much. I've got a lot of great feedback. And also, she was talking to us about being on, you know, she's a writer and that writers are making 25% less than they made in 2010. Yeah. And think of the cost of living. And she said she was really happy with the final version of Ms. Match, mm-hmm. and she'd only seen the rough cup. The director did such a good job under a million dollar budget and shot in 15 days. And it's really a fun, clever movie. So it can be done different ways, you know, but um, here's the deal with the Netflix, the streaming, you know, it was going to change the world. But when Netflix moved from selling DVD to subscribers to original streaming, yeah. the floodgates just opened up in Hollywood. It was something they tried to get off of the ground for a long time. But with Netflix, the bounty that they suddenly offered was twofold. Tons of new programming. Remember when you got that all at your fingertips and you didn't have to do anything? It was crazy. And movies you'd never be able to get anywhere else. Plus your favorites, you could watch it over and over and over again. You didn't have to record it. You could just click, 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 click. It was just this easy, wonderful thing. Other companies launched their own streaming platforms, felt this is the inevitable way, this is the future of TV and movie making. Um, There's such huge debt out there. Netflix debt as March was $14.4 billion. Disney's direct-to-consumer division, Disney+, Plus. As well as Hulu, ESPN Plus calculated loss of one point five billion, doubling its loss from the year previously. But Warner Brothers Discovery, which is the big one, is saddled with fifty billion dollars of debt, and that is where HBO has landed. Yeah, and that is where the um, Turner Classic Movies has landed. The operating costs are huge. Every platform is paying for the nose to try to compete against each other and have yeah. flashy signature shows that are, they think are going to bring in all these people. Yeah. Amazon spent a half a billion dollars on the first season of Lord of the Rings. It was wonderful. It was magical. I do not think they got the eyeballs, but they thought it would make Prime be the default streamer for everybody. And then another aspect you have to keep in mind is we're not dealing with year-round employment. We're dealing with 10-episode mm-hmm. arcs where the writers are not getting um, employed. While that's not 
while they're not making that. And then on top of it, they're not letting writers even come. They're not paying for them to be on set. To so change most the script or anything, they just script. take it and They go just with take it. it and go with it and decide, you know, make their liberties. And then on that also means that writers aren't learning other aspects of the job. So they're not able to kind of transition their skills to other things if they want, which a lot of times that's what a big perk of being a writer is. So there's not even just like the, the money aspect. It's like we're just in a different time completely. And that means new deal. There has it, to be a new it deal. Does. And so here it's just been a big sellout to Wall Street, basically, is that studios have... They don't want anybody to know because they don't want, you know, they never reveal streaming numbers. The lack of transparency over viewership numbers is a major sticking point for both the writers and the actors unions. The studios won't budge one inch on that because they can't expose their entire system. The studios owe untold millions of dollars to their talents that they're not paying because they have kept it all hidden. The business model is is breaking the bubble is kind of crashing this is what we're having everything has been a stockholder driven hunger for infinite growth despite the fact by design they can't control it Mm -hmm. and these streamers the infection of wall street overwhelmed the entertainment industry this this person is saying beyond respair leading to a cultural vandals like david zaslov who has just gone in and cut 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 everything from hbo's warner brothers things and just to make pennies and tax write-offs, but they're $50 billion in debt because everyone bought everyone out, everyone blah, 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 blah. But they're just saying it's really, um, it's not affecting Bob Iger from Disney or no. um, David Zavzlas. They're still having their mega yachts. They're still rich, but it's affecting the workers and it's, they have to give on something. There was a, t- today it came out that Tom Cruise actually was on a Zoom call with all the studios trying to get them to understand how bad AI is for an actor. Yeah. And kind of advocating for actors, of course, because AI means they can use your likeness once and go to town with you. Yeah. And I think what we're hearing from a lot of actors lately, too, is that the joy of acting isn't there acting in front of a green screen. Yeah. It's taken away acting. Yeah. You're just, you know, reading lines. So... It there. I think AI is the big one. Residual is the big one, and they're so far apart still. Yeah. So I don't know um, when this is gonna and how it's gonna end. But I, it's hurting the people, the bottom line people who can't be hurt. You know, I know. can't afford to be and hurt. So. You know what I'm really scared of. So it's really rare, right? That like once they've uh, they've acquired a certain amount of money per year, that they will like those uh, the people that are making all the money that they're going to say, okay, I'll take 50% less and, and hand it to them. I'm My big fear is that they're going to go, fine, we're going to make everyone else pay for it. And the reality is, is there's always been enough to be passed around. And like, it doesn't have to be like, a, let's make all the viewers pay for this upgrade and then go see, this is what you wanted. But it's like, there just has to be like a, a, a the bar has been set so high for how much they should be making. And it's, well, that's, that's true. I will never forget the first time Jim Carrey got paid $20 million to make a movie. I know. And I was just like, to work three months. I'm like, what? Is, what? What? And he was like, kind of the first, because he was so hot. Yeah, with, yeah. Um, his, and his, I'm not even talking about actors. I'm talking about oh, executives. I'm talking about the big high-end actors. I'm talking about the CEOs and executives. Yeah. And you see that across every business model right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. I just... I just Good Lord, I we're going to have to start to take interpretive dance and acting to put together TV shows for the... for. We have to the entertain tw- the masses. No, but I really, it's it's just interesting. The 
they're they're not close. And when we talked to Janae, she talked about how, you know, the strike and people striking and now having, you know, all the SAG people behind it, it's powerful, but how long is it going to take Yeah, for anyone to, to make changes? It's it's a big, big thing. It's a big thing. kind of like insurance. Everything's broken. <laughs> it's a little broken. So we'll just see. But it was an interesting article. But about, fixable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But you need people to negotiate. Totally. So, come to the table. We'll see what happens. And when we come back, we're going to, we still have time to tell you about new shows. Yes. That are premiering tonight that have been in the system, and we can't wait for one of them. You're going to, you will want to get ready for this one. All right, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us. What is happening tonight? U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens is coming back to Justify. Oh, yes. Starts tonight on FX at 9 o'clock Central. Um, You can tape that if you have Xfinity. I don't know where FX shows the next day. If you could look that is up, there's got to be an FX app. Well, or FX is tied to Hulu, so oh, if you have so Hulu, sh- everything that's FX related, okay. go, it's part of the same thing. Goes right to Hulu immediately. Oh, so tonight you could watch it on Hulu. Um, I don't know if exactly tonight. I think it's usually like 24. It's the next day. Okay. So okay. I'm for sure, but I will double check. You guys talk right. amongst yourselves. I'll but find. But I have where to you- also say something else about television. Okay. We never talked about the Wimbledon final. <gasps> okay. One of the greatest matches. I've ever watched. I, um, first of all, on Jabor, the female oh. finalist, choked oh. so bad. It was so painful. It was so oh, sad. Oh, I and hate that. An unseated player, right? Yes. But who had been a great player, but yes, she had yes. so many injuries, she was kind of out of the, the thing. Oh, okay. And she missed every single easy, simple shot. She was oh. so off. She was... She's she, in her own She head. was in the finals last year, too, and, and didn't mm-hmm. win. But I just want to say... She cried so hard oh. when she lost. I felt so sorry for her that um, Catherine, William and Catherine, yeah, you know, the Duchess of whatever they are, mm-hmm. you know, what is she the Duchess of? What are they? The Duchess of Wales. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, Kate, the uh, Duchess of Wales, yeah. came out and she's kind of the, the ambassador for the Wearing royal like family. Wearing like a tennis ball colored dress. Yeah. She looked, it was, it was so, more of an emerald green. She but it was so cute. Gorgeous. She oh, looked yeah. gorgeous. But she came out and she was like kind of just helping her. Like she was crying so hard. I felt so bad. I know. And then she gets her second place platter. It's like this big silver platter. And she like holds it up for a second and just is crying so hard. I felt so bad for her. And she finally made a joke. And Catherine is trying to calm her down. Kate is trying to calm her down. Like, you're okay. You're okay. You'll be back next year. And but crying. And then um, when uh, Djokovic lost, that was... That was so sad. Oh, yeah. It was so sad because the Spanish Jerry Lewis is what I call Alcatraz. And I know that's not his name. And no, I know I, I'm I calling it. him these things. And I, I get it. I'm just not. You, I like my old school players. Well, that's the thing is we've got. It's a it's a whole new I'm regime. I'm not ready to pass the I'm regime. But Tom, and that's with golf, too. Me, way. Yes. I'm just. It's very hard for me. And then even Djokovic kind of broke down mm-hmm. when he was, you know, it's. <sighs> Yeah. Are we moving on from Roger Federer, Raphael and the Dead, yes, Serena we are. Williams, That's Chrissy Everett, and Billie Jean King? Yes, yeah. we are. I have to grow up and get with it, but it was very, it was so hard to watch the women's, not the men's, the yeah. women's, because she literally. was. The, didn't the winner go up and through the uh, stands and hug her they sister? They always do. They yeah. always, Don't you love that? I think it's cute, yes. I love that. And, and I love that everybody moves. so excited. I know, and I love that everyone moves aside, and then I love watching the hug. I love, it was, I'm such a sucker for that. I didn't watch a second of the, that match. Oh, I watched it all. And but then, I And then we had a chain that. of people saying, oh, it was so good that that person won, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I just got home, I'm ready to watch it, and I see that 
light up oh. on my phone like a group of people. And I'm like, oh, okay, not cool. Mm-hmm. Don't do that again. Spoiler alert. But anyway, want to just finalize Wimbledon happened. It's over. Next round of the U.S. Open if anyone's following tennis. Okay. But really to fail so bad at a final, it would be devastating. Oh. Could like have that, have Kate come up to you. She kept rubbing her arm oh. and could not get her to calm down. I was like, I felt so I bad. I felt so bad for her. Yeah. Okay, back to the TV. I just had to digress for a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was- Shark NATO, NATO, it's the 10th anniversary. It starts tonight on Sci-Fi Network. They're going to be playing all the Shark NATO movies. And Ian um, Ziering and Tara Reid, who have kind of been the Shark NATO oh. hosts. I'll never forget, Lori and I were in New York, the very first time Shark NATO came out. And we're walking up and down Fifth Avenue or something. And every block or two there was a full-size lifeguard stand yeah <laughs> and i'm like what is that happening is so here what is creative. the promotion yeah. was so fun for that and even our little leslie jordan is one in one of the movies because i saw him on some of the um previews so that's yeah. happening uh-huh. um i think we're all going to want to get at some point um by brit box because it's a whole new show Shows that we haven't ever watched before. We're going to stream uh, Bird Box and give I up so, one of our other ones. No, but I have so many things I still need to watch. You're the one who last year got mad at me because I didn't see Friday Night Lights. Oh. Because there's a whole part of my 20s I just didn't I have understand. any TV. I, there's a whole part of my 90s I didn't. Yeah, because you, you had babies. And so you were mm-hmm. like raising your babies. So they're, I'm missing. So I get it. I, we just got to go find where those holes are and mm-hmm. we just attack them. Like, I'm excited to watch that. What's the one with the Russian spies? Oh, um, the Americans. I want to watch the Americans. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. Like, I think you can get creative and find where you you're, can. Uh, where part of your life you were like, am I? I was deployed for a year. I'm sure there's right. like a whole series I missed. That's true though. <laughs> yeah, like think about times in your life where you were so busy you couldn't sit and watch TV. Mm-hmm. And then go back to that era and look at the number one shows because they're all amazing. Right. You're we, so right about that. And then Survival of the Thickest, which is the comedy that I yes. told you about last week, which yeah. I absolutely love. Grant, did you watch it? I you, did. That is a fun ride. Yes. I was looking at whatever you. night you texted me that. You got back to me the next day. Yeah, yeah, you got back to me the next day. We checked it out. Very fun. It's Very. so much fun. It's yeah. a comedy. It's not yeah. a reality show. And it's the gal who used to host The Circle. Yes. That you watch. And she is hilarious. She's hilarious. She is hilarious. She has the best voice because she does voice. So she does the voiceover for that show. Best voice ever. She's so funny. She's so, so funny. That's so funny. But what day is it? Tuesday? Uh, it is, is it Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday? Lori will be I back I literally tomorrow. had to think about that one. I know. I have to. Lori's back tomorrow. So um, tune in tomorrow. Brittany, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you're not going to have to work two jobs for a little while. I wonder what you're going to do with all your time. I'll probably get into sewing. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. maybe write a novel. Launching a company. I'll probably mm-hmm. launch a couple comedies mm-hmm. before, or companies before I see you again. There you go. Get at it, would you? And Grant, I might, thank you, too. There's a foster dog right now that's available at Secondhand Hounds that is a giant Great Dane. Oh, and you I don't kinda have want to foster. It's okay. a Wolfhound Great Dane mix, right? Oh, no, that's Lord. a different one. Oh, that's the, oh, that's, that's your friend's got the puppy foster. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to go look at tomorrow. But, um, I really want to foster this Great Dane, but you're right. That might be a little too much to not go, go over at the time being. But, Otherwise, that's all my. That's all. That's what you got. Grant has something. So when you were talking Everybody's about justi- justified city, uh, uh, prime is it prime prime vol prime prime vol. Yeah. It is on every hour from the beginning hour it plays up until one thirty in the morning tonight. So the same, the same first episode. episode not even recapping last year's or anything. You literally can't miss it, yeah, even you, if you, you try. You have plenty of options. Like, if you miss the original, all the way till one thirty, it's going to continue. We play over and over. So if you miss it. 
you FX, won't, you'll find it. One of the original channels. 50 right. on Xfinity if you have. All right. Love you Thank guys. You. Bye. Have a good night.